So, um, good morning, kids. As always, I am so happy to see you this morning. Um, seeing you brings me joy. So I give thanks to God for you because God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Okay. So I say, let's just get right to it. So the last place we left off in the book of Acts was chapter 5 with the story of, uh, do you remember their names? Ananias and Sephora. Okay. I know, um, as you can remember the story, I know that the story of Ananias and Sephora was a difficult story to listen to because um, Instead of loving God and loving others, Ananias and Sapphira decided to deceive God and others. So stories like that make us sad um, because when people make bad choices, it hurts all of us. Anyway, the story of Ananias and Sapphira well, it's very discouraging. Um, and I bet it must have been so discouraging to the people around them. But you know what? It didn't stop the church from growing. You see... Even though such bad things happened, the apostles and the followers of Jesus, they kept meeting together every day. And God's power was seen in many miracles that the apostles did among the people. So much so that the people around them thought very highly of them. Now, isn't that pretty awesome? Can you imagine that the church was living by sharing and loving each other so that they caught the attention of all the people around them? And then everyone, like all the other people, started respecting the church? And so uh, more and more people believed in Jesus. People trusted the church. So people would come from other towns around Jerusalem from far, and they would bring their sick people. And the apostles healed them in the name of Jesus. As a result, the apostles were getting pretty popular. So what do you think happened? They were getting so popular. Well, the high priest and all his companions became very jealous of the apostles. So they arrested the apostles and put them in prison. So they sent these um, uh, officers to go get the apostles. That means Peter and John went to jail again. So the apostles were thrown in jail, but get this, get this. During the night, an angel came. The angel opened the door of the jail and brought the apostles out. And the angel said to them, go, stand in the temple courtyard. Tell the people all about this new life you have. The angel was telling them, go and share the good news of Jesus Christ with others. So you know what they did? Early the next morning, the apostles did as the angel told them. They obeyed what God was telling them to do. They didn't wait days. They did it immediately. So they entered the temple courtyard. And there they began to teach the people. Now, meanwhile... The high priest and the other leaders, they all gathered and asked the prison officers to go bring the apostles to them. So the officers went to the jail to get the apostles. When they got to the jail, everything looked as normal. 
The doors of the jail were locked and the prison guards were standing at the doors protecting the entrance so that no one goes in or out. But when they opened the door, the jail was empty. The apostles were gone. So the officers went back to the high priest and said, we don't know what happened. We found the jail locked up tight and the prison guards were standing at the prison doors. But when we opened the door, we didn't find anyone inside the jail. Then someone came running in. He said, look, the men you put in jail, they're standing in the temple courtyard. They're teaching the people. So the captain and his officers went to the temple courtyard and they brought the apostles back to the high priest and the other leaders. And the high priest was very angry, very angry. He questioned the apostles. We gave you clear orders not to teach in Jesus's name, but you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching. You want to make us guilty of this man's death. And then Peter and the other apostles replied, we must obey God before we obey human beings. In other words, Peter and the apostle were saying that God is their Lord. They obey God. They are devoting their lives to what God is asking them to do. Remember Peter and John said the exact same thing to the leaders the first time they were put in prison. So the apostles tell the high priests and the other leaders, God has raised Jesus from the dead and has exalted him as prince and savior. God did this to turn God's people away from their sins, to forgive them. And we, all we're doing is we're telling people about these things because this is good news for everyone. You see, the Holy Spirit is leading us to do this. God has given the spirit to those who obey him. So when the leaders heard this, they became very angry. They wanted to put the apostles to death. They were trying to figure out how to kill these apostles. But here's the thing. In the middle of all this anger, there was one man, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, he stood up. See, Gamaliel was a teacher of the law. He was someone that the other leaders respected. Gamaliel asked the officers to take the apostles outside of the room so that he could talk with the other leaders alone. So the apostles were taken out of the room. Then Gamaliel said to his fellow leaders, think carefully about what you plan to do with these men. You see, Gamaliel reminded the other leaders, don't you remember that there have been other people in the past who claimed to be the Messiah? There have been so many other people who said, I am the one who will save the people, so follow me. So Gamaliel said, don't you remember that one guy who had 400 people follow him and they all believed that he was the Messiah? But then he got killed. And all his followers were scattered. They were all spread apart. They didn't stay together. And because they didn't stay together, nothing happened after that. So they accomplished nothing. And then do you remember after that guy, there was another guy 
And remember, he too got killed, and all his followers, they got scattered. Same thing happened. Nothing happened. So Gamaliel said, let me give you some advice. Leave these men alone. Let them go. And then Gamaliel said this. This is very important. He said, like all the other men who claimed to be the Messiah, after they were killed, when the followers all scattered and nothing happened, that was all it was. Now, Jesus claimed to be the Messiah. He was killed. And if he's like anything like the others, nothing will become of any of what he said or did. The people who follow him, they will all be scattered, and none of what uh, they are teaching and doing will last. There will be nothing eternal about that. It will all end too. But, he said, this is very important. He said, but if, if what they are doing comes from God, meaning if God is the one who is making all this happen, then you, you won't be able to stop these men. You will only find yourself fighting against God. In other words, if these apostles are using human power, they will fail. But if God is behind them, you will not be able to stop them. You can't do anything. You see, Gamaliel's speech won the leaders over. So they decided not to kill the apostles. Instead, the apostles were brought back in the room. But you know what um, happened to them? They were flogged, which means they were whipped. They were punished for sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with others. After they were whipped, the leaders ordered them again to the apostles, do not speak in the name of Jesus again. And then let, they let them go. Here's the best part of the whole story, the best part. The apostles left, not feeling sorry for themselves. They left feeling happy. They were full of joy. They considered it an honor to suffer shame for the name of Jesus. They weren't sorry for sharing about Jesus. They were obeying God. They knew that when they share about Jesus, people started to believe and were saved and were healed. So even if it meant that they got whipped, it was still worth loving God by obeying what God called them to do. So every day, they taught in the temple courtyards from house to house. And they never stopped telling people the good news that Jesus is the Messiah, the Savior of the world. You see, kids, Gamaliel was right. Nothing, nothing can stop what God is doing. No human can stop the plans of God. The church was built by God. Even for us today, if God doesn't build our church, we build in vain. It's for no, nothing's going to come of it. Nothing will come of what we do by our own understanding and strength. But if God is behind it, 
the woe, woe. No human being can stop the will of God. You see, we cannot do things that last for eternity on our own power. It is only God, through the help of the Holy Spirit, who helps us, right? Who makes us able to know how much Jesus loves us, how much Jesus loved us on the cross, and what it meant for him to rise from the grave. It is only God who can show us that. And it is only God, through God's power, that we are able to love one another and, and share the good news of Jesus Christ with other people. It is these things that are the fruit of the Spirit. This is my big hope that each and every one of you, all of you kids, this is my prayer. This is so my prayer that you will grow every day to be such people, that you would build the kingdom of God with your faith, that you would partner up with what God is doing and that you would be this church. This is my great prayer. So let us pray. Can you open them and shut them? Say, God, your plans are good. Open them, shut them. So God, do as you would. Open them, shut them. Give your hands a clap. And open them, shut them, fold them in your laps. Let's pray. God, you have a glorious plan to save us. We are so grateful. We also thank you for sharing that plan with us and making us a part of it. We trust that you are always in control and that your plans for us are for the good of those who love you. Thank you for loving us so much. We pray all of this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Kids, um,